Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hi. Hello, everyone. Hi, welcome. What's new? What's going on? This is just the worst podcast. I'm just Patty. The worst. I don't know who I am this week. No. Who do you want me to be? She, hmm. hmm. One of your four personalities for your four. For my four <laughs> emotional support dogs? Yeah. I'm angry. <laughs> no, I'm hungry. Which is the. I need an emotional support system a, a, for what I'm hungry. Emotional support burrito. There was that <gasps> meme going around for a yes, while. Please. That's Valentina. She's being snarky about the internets right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Getting I am oh, internet arguments with people she doesn't I know. <laughs> I was just telling Patty this fucking twat waffle of a woman mm-hmm. took the time to post what I thought was a really helpful mm-hmm. article. Thank you, Nerdist.com posted where to stream this uh, this year's Oscar nominees. So it was and not just the main ones. It was like, you know, all the best lighting or whatever the fuck they do best documentaries best costumes da, mm-hmm. da, da. where to find all of them and this dumb bitch is like couldn't care less no she said could care could less, care less. <laughs> so then someone else get, jumps on it is like so you could care less no i mean no i meant that and so then i was just like why would you take time out of your day and our lives to comment that you don't care like that's just so insane i don't what you get out of that so then i don't I, know like even if you were funny about it that might be something like if you were being snarky and funny i could see making a comment but if just to say i like because i care. definitely comment like especially with some of the like unspeakable crimes and rancor and those where yeah. it's like oh my god so graphic and then i'll comment and be like there was literally nothing graphic in this whole post <laughs> but just you're just saving people time everybody. of going through all of the clicks that they have to go through to read or the i'm actually thing. just trying to weigh in well and i actually did weigh in on the fucking nerdist you post did <laughs> because when they listed the ones that were still in the theaters they listed molly's world which is not a movie that's nominated for anything i'm going to assume they're talking about molly's game with my husband idris elba and oh. Jessica Chastain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I commented, is Molly's World some amazing mashup I don't know about with Molly's Game See, and Wayne's World? See, but that's being World. snarky and funny. Well, and I, it's really, I don't care if anyone else reads it except the person that wrote the post. Because I'm yeah. like, did your proofreader take the day off? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm always just really annoyed because none of these people will give me a fucking job. I Not heard that, that Idris Elba was actually married already. He has been married before. He's oh, not but he's not married apparently. now. Okay. No. All right. But he does have a girlfriend, but whatever. Girlfriend's so, girlfriend. They're overcomable. You can, you can, yeah. Completely. Yeah. My mom, it used to drive my mom crazy where if I would say that I was dating someone that I wasn't single, she's like, you're single, you're not married. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not single. I'm, I'm taken. I'm with someone. Like, I'm not on the market. She was like, yeah, but you're not married, so you're single. And I was like, ah! <laughs> you're mom, so old. It. You don't even <laughs> recognize boyfriends as being a commitment. Awesome. Yes. So, yeah, so then I had to write to this fucking dumb bitch. I just said. And now she's stalking her. Yeah, I was like, seems like a really good use of your time to share that with us because none of us care. And she was like, maybe. What did she say? You don't. You're not sure. You have no say in my time. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Maybe you should worry about your own time and not make childish remarks churlish churlish just so great like how old is she that she's using the word churlish <sighs> definitely and also she's being churlish so she's literally the one that started it yeah bitch oh God. no there was another one that i saw today <laughs> where someone was like oh what was it this is gross. I don't want to see this. It's something like plus size models or something. <gasps> and then someone else because Everyone that sees asshole comments like this, you always click the person's name. Yeah, to see okay. What you can you gotta, find. Yeah. So you literally click over to this woman's page, and one of the dumb, like, last things that she, you know, shared from some viral whatever mom site was like, "Hate hatred is taught." Right. And so someone was like, "I think it's very ironic that you're on here saying that these women are disgusting, and yeah. you literally say that hate is taught on your page." Well, it's like Tommy Laren saying that kind of stuff. Like, really? That's what you preach all day long. 
you yeah you oh, are or not speaking this, any kind this of woman words. i'm sort of related to by marriage that Ooh. is uh and not on my husband's side mm-hmm. um says the most god awful things i have at this point like i in haven't this is name in jesus name i haven't unfriended her but i've like blocked her from seeing anything i post and blocked myself from seeing anything she posts so now she'll take to direct messaging me stuff oh no on occasion and then so i'm pretty close to just wiping her out completely but that's terrible i just am concerned about christmas time even though i don't go home for christmas i probably shouldn't worry about it i could probably just well then there's a comedian who i love jenny johnson who her instagram is quite fantastic and she posted a woman the woman's name like michelle phelps or something and she's fat midwestern like looks like one of those women that wears like the t-shirts with like cats coming out of clouds and has like really long hair for her age mm-hmm. but doesn't do anything with it except like maybe a half bone. it's she looks like the woman that wouldn't uh do gay marriages what city was oh that that, that, that county county lady okay yeah i know exactly what you're talking who, about to me is just quintessential every like midwest she's probably woman. younger than me probably yeah oh 100 <laughs> percent. and makes like yeah so it looks like that, um, and she is with the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, of course she so is. She stands out there, and she's got four big signs, and she wears an American flag around her, which I'm not sure what you're supposed to do. But it's all the stuff about like how God hates fags and sh- soldiers die, nope, so nope, fags nope, can get nope, married. No, like, no, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, the, you're gonna spit such like vitriolic, disgusting. That's how unhappy just, people are in the world. I know. Can't it's you just crazy. go about your business and do? They turn have no. It into they have no nice business. Somebody else. They have no business to do. They only have really to stand does. on street corners. It's only so many Walmart chips you can look. I this. imagine. Yeah. But my God, well, I can't imagine. I mean, <sighs> and the internet's given people such a great platform to just be dicks. I mean, we talked about that before. <sighs> just how horrible people can be online, and it's crazy. I mean, I can't. I mean, I can't imagine caring about something that much. Like, something that truly, like, <laughs> hurt me to my core. Like, if everyone was like, let's start lighting dogs on fire. Yeah, let's do the Shaolin Dog Festival here. Right? Yeah. Oh, I would You'd be lose all my mind about that. Yeah. But that's because it actually hurts somebody. I know. It's, it's yeah. It's People weird. are freaking Whatever. crazy, and they're empty, and they need something to fulfill themselves, and they will do just about anything to get that. Yep. We should do some episodes on cults because talk about people who need something. Oh, my God. Man, that's some crazy I shit. I know. I haven't listened to the Heaven's Gate. Uh, oh, it's good. Podcast, it's, yeah. it's not like, but that the one, I listened to one, a couple actually have recently covered Jonestown. I think I love last podcast did. Jonestown. And then um, the recording, the, sh- the show Cults did it. I've listened to the whole recording. It's so like the kids crying in the background. It's Which, so yeah, if I cared, awful. If I knew what it was like to care about kids, that would probably bother me. Oh but. my god, it was so awful. But anyway, I mean, that one to me was like when Waco was so on now. violent and angry, and like there was people on board, but there was a lot of people not on board at yeah. Jonestown and Heaven's Gate. Like everybody was super excited about it, and they were happy, and they were like, "Yeah, we're going to the Pale Bob," and like. They died happy, those people. And they also took, like, opiates, like, you know, Jonestown later drinking cyanide, which is a terribly painful way to die. And so I I think Heaven's Gate had it a little better than Jonestown for sure. And they don't know, even though I was alive during it, I was way too young to know the Waco story. Oh, yeah. I remember that. It's on now. I totally remember that happening. Like eight episodes I should be too young to know that, but I'm not. What year was it? Do you remember? In the 90s, like early 90s. Pretty sure. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So I was Love cognizant. Why haven't we had any good cults lately? Besides Scientology. Yeah, I said it. Uh, yes, I called it a cult. Oh. I'm sure there are some. They just haven't killed anybody yet or themselves. I will wa- oh, they have. Uh, I will watch <laughs> and read anything about Scientology. I find it absolutely fascinating. There is a member of my family who is a Scientologist. And a I, member of your family is? Yes. And I really want to ask him 10,000 questions about it. But being weird, because that's how those people are, I don't think he would take kindly to any of them. Yeah. But he used to come to L.A., uh, where I grew up, and he would um, have courses at the Celebrity Center, uh-huh. which is right in, like, Santa Monica, I want to say. I don't know. It's pretty close. 
Um, so we would like meet them there for dinner. And my mom would like park illegally and be like, fuck these guys. <laughs> um, but it's fascinating because so like one of them like gave me a tour, like one of the little, you know, lackeys. Um, and just kept complimenting me like crazy. Like, are you sure you're not an actress? You're really beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ooh. And I was like, is this how they get you in? Yeah, you're just totally like, oh, how I'll they take get you in. class. Why yeah. Not? And then John Travolta literally shows up with his baby blue eyes that I... I've never liked him a day in my life and bump into him. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> his eyes are legitimately amazing. I believe you. It was because he's on thing. fire with insanity. Of it's the true. Scientology. He burns with the fuel. Of <laughs> <a> thousand <laughs> lunatics. Like himself. Um, yeah. But yeah. So then I went up to like their room and read like this weird Bible that they have. And it was so bizarre. It was all that like, all the auditing stuff. Yeah. It was like, you're in a chair. You're in a chair. You're in a chair. You're in a chair. Feel the chair under you. Feel the chair. But this is all written out. Like like a Bible. Like in script and everything. Feel the chair under you. Feel the chair under you. Feel the chair under you. It's just like, no, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't think I want to pay for this either. Any religion you have to pay for, I'm pretty sure is not. Well. Founded by a shitty science fiction writer. Yeah. Come on. Oh, God, there's some great stories about, yeah, he oh, is Oh, God, The Going Clear, when that book came out, I thought I was going to die with happiness. And then they made it into a show on HBO. I know. Oh. I have not watched just it. Just David Miscavige, everything about him. Yeah. Where's his wife? What is going on? Where's Shelly? I don't know. No one knows. No one knows. <laughs> he does. She's locked He's in a room in the Scientology church. And the whole Sea Org? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, I love <laughs> yeah. it. I love so nuts. You have to give up your children. Okay. That could be a whole nother episode. It could be probably but then several. they'll come find us. No, they won't. We are locked down in our secret <laughs> bunker. We've given away no clues as to where we live or what we do or what our names are. <laughs> it's impossible to find us anywhere on the, yeah, online. This is basically like War of the World. Yeah. Just fooling everyone. Oh, man. Anyway. What, anyway. Do, what do you want to talk about today, puppy? Well, it's so... Super I, uplifting? Yeah, I keep coming up with, like, the worst fucking topics ever, and they're such a downer. You're really taking our name to heart. I am, and, like, I think it's partly because I'm in a dark place right now, so I'm like, everybody join me in the darkness, but, like... And I'm like, hey, guys, there were some big birds. Let's talk about them. <laughs> they went to war with us. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so I have awesome. been, like, totally up and down, right? And I just changed my medication, and so now I'm, like, suffering from, like, crazy anxiety. So I used to wake up all the time at 3 o'clock in the morning, always 3 o'clock. 3 on these, the dot? Pretty much. Nice. With these, like, Me crazy too. fucking anxiety attacks. Like, my palms would be sweating, and I'd be completely flipping out about stuff. And, I, you know, when you can't stop your brain Measly, from thinking it, even though sweaty. you know it's nonsense, but you can't stop it. A hundred percent. So I haven't had that in a long time, and so now I'm, like, lowering this dosage and raising this other one, and... So I woke up in the middle of the night with this fucking crazy panic attack or anxiety attack. And it lasted all day long. So I was like at work just like almost almost in tears every time somebody tried to talk to me. I was like, just leave me alone. And do you have anything for the – like do you have any benzos or anything? No, I won't take that stuff. Oh. Yeah. Um, and you want no marijuana either? No. I want to wait and see how all this plays out first. Because the only way I can get through life is basically get drunk enough that yeah. I can sleep the first half of the night then i'll probably take some edibles but the worst thing you can do is take too many edibles and then you're too high and then unlike being too drunk you don't just pass out you're just trapped in this ping pong situation in your brain where you're like <laughs> why can i feel my heart in my ears this is weed can it kill you no. everyone has googled what do you do if you're too high can weed kill you i haven't because by the time i stopped getting high there was no i mean there was there no internet no back then there, yeah. no there was no way to google anything google That's didn't fantastic. exist yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it's funny because we then just I'll had get, to phone like, a friend. Because then I get ads <laughs> that are like, "Are you too high?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> That's hilarious. Apparently, you're supposed to sniff black pepper. Yeah. No, I mean they say that this is just because it's a transition thing and it should settle down in a couple weeks. But like, it was literally a disaster today. And then I get here and I was looking at my topic and I'm like, Blue. "Fuck, I don't want to talk about this. This is such a downer, and this is not going to be. It. This talk is not going to be funny." <laughs> It's not going to be funny. There's nothing humorous. There is nothing that. humorous about this at all. Sorry, everybody. Mm, Welcome sorry, to everybody. the darkness of my brain right now. So basically all the Wednesday episodes are fun. 
and all the Sunday episodes are <laughs> terrible. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Just start your week off right. It can't be any worse than what happened to Daniel Pearl. Oh. And it was weird because I hadn't thought about this guy in a long time, and I don't remember what brought him to my attention. But I was thinking, like, this was like, I feel like if I feel like this incident was one of the things that, like, America lost its innocence over. Like, there was the terrorist attack. What? One of the first truly ugly. Really just personal. I mean, 9-11 had just happened. Um, And so, obviously, that was, like, a huge, oh, my God, we're susceptible to all the danger and violence in the world, too. And it was horrible. And everybody, you know, it was was awful. And then this whole thing comes in. Daniel Pearl was a journalist. And he was in the Middle East doing research um, for a story. Like, he did a lot of international research. He worked for the Wall Street Journal. Um, he had gone to Stanford He when he was a kid. And so, he, you know, he's a pretty – he was a good journalist, and he was an investigative journalist. So he did stories like um, he covered the ethnic wars in the Balkans, and he, like, discovered that charges of an alleged genocide committed in Kosovo were unsubstantiated. So, like, he actually did some real – um, he found out that the the American missile attack on a supposed military facility in Khartoum was actually a pharmaceutical factory and not Whoa. yeah, like so he did some pretty big stuff, right? And he was he was kind of on the side of good. And so he was um in Afghanistan and mm-hmm. he was he was going like, Are we really you know, what's this war against terror all about? And the war had really I don't even know how much it had even started because it was January or February of the next year. So it was all this stuff was really new. Um, And he goes off to, he's staying with a friend and he went off to do um, an interview with a guy that he had connected with that his pen name or his name on online was nobashmadi at yahoo.com. And apparently in Urdu, Badmashi, sorry, I have that backwards means troublemaker so the name was i'm not you know i'm not a troublemaker um well and if they have a yahoo address people treat (laughs) people treat me like i may as well be an isis for having a fucking yahoo really it literally has the exact same functionality as a gmail address i because i have both yeah sidebar and i'm i'm sorry i lied he was in pakistan when this happened oh you wrote start over stories (laughs) stop cut rewind you've blown it yeah Burn this one. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so he left this woman's house, his friend's house. His wife was there. His wife was five months pregnant. Um, and he got into a car and he drove off. And that's the last time anybody saw him oh, in shit. person. Well, not anybody, but anybody well, who loved yeah. him. Um, so he was kidnapped that day. It was January 23rd, 2002. And he was, like I said, he was 38 years old. He was on his way to writing a story. He was writing a story about Richard Reed. And do you, Richard Reed was the guy who put a bomb in his shoe and got on a plane. Oh, they <laughs> ruined it for literally everyone ever. Yeah. Having to take up a He's the reason he couldn't have shoes. So, you know, perhaps if Daniel Pearl hadn't been, he might have found out something that would have prevented us from needing to wear no uh. shoes. Um, anyway, his abductors got in contact with Pakistani um, police and they um, they were accusing him of being a spy of Pearl, they said Pearl was a spy. They demanded that the prisoners from Guantanamo Bay be released before they released him. So there was this whole thing going on. Um, and then they vowed to kill Pearl if the, their demands were not met. So they have, they would, they would post photos of him handcuffed with a gun to his head, holding a newspaper like they do to prove the time stamp, yes. I guess is what they do. Um, they did not respond to any pleas. His wife, his friends, like everybody was trying to help get him out. They were all doing all this research, trying to figure out where he was. Um, and on February 21st, 2002, a courier for the captors met with FBI agents at Karachi and they handed over a video. And the video was his murder. <gasps> and um, yeah, that was like the first time. Do you remember this? Like, I, I, it's I like, don't remember it happening. Oh my God. I, only I remember totally when the movie came out. just remembering like they killed a fucking journalist, like, in that they put it on the internet. Like, this was one it. of those first things where they put it on the internet and people saw it happening. Like, they clicked on it and it showed up. And I think they wiped it off the internet at this point. It's probably on the deep web somewhere, but sure. um, it's a, it's a video of him being beheaded. 
And it was like the first, like, I think the first real perspective we had of like the absolute animal nature of what we were fighting, like how brutal they really were. And this was before we knew a lot about it, I think. And, and, um, for the most part, so he, uh, he was without glasses in the footage. He had a few days stubble. He professed he reads from a script professing his Jewish heritage and saying that the U.S. shouldn't be allied with Israel and blah blah blah. Hmm. Um, and then it's silent, and suddenly he's back. He's on his back, and there's a hand holding a knife, sawing yeah. furiously at his throat. Oh and this my is god! Something his wife and his friends saw. Um, and then the next frame comes comes quickly, so they had to edit it. And there's a reason why that I get into later, but. Um, and then they show Danny, he's on the floor and there's a bloody swamp in place of his neck. Mm. And then the film cuts to the killer holding his head high in the air. Um, so they said that he knew for several hours, like they eventually caught some guys that were involved with this, obviously. Um, and the guy said that, yeah, he knew he was going to die. He knew he was going to be killed and they were trying to drug him and he wouldn't let them. So he, he went out trying to fighting trying to yeah fighting he had actually had tried to escape at one point but they caught him um they found his body uh five months later in may with his his head and his body he was cut into 10 different pieces and he was in a shallow grave um yeah so like they went like his his best friend was also a journalist so she went back and she was really trying to research like what the hell happened to this guy who were these people that did this? Um, so she did a ton of research. She started the Daniel Pearl Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, she wrote a book about it. That's the book that you, or the movie that they made with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. This, um, what something Heart. Something Heart. Yeah. Um, but in March 2007, the government released a transcript of military hearings from Guantanamo Bay in which um, uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, they call him KSM, uh, admitted to murdering Danny. So she'd done all this research. Um, and he said in the in the transcript, I decapitated with my blessed right hand the head of the American Jew, Daniel Pearl, in the city of Karachi, Pakistan. Um, and then for those who would like to confirm, there's pictures of me holding his head. Yeah. Um, also in 2002, Pakistani court convicted four militants for the crime. So these guys were, um, they said like they were the guards and whatnot, right? So they got a lot of the story from them about what actually happened um, and that they had to reconstruct part of it because the camera operator made a mistake and missed the moment of his death. So that's why they cuts off and then comes back on. Um, oh, so that guy's dead too. Yeah. They decapitated him right afterwards. The cameraman? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. You have um, one job. <laughs> yeah, get it right. Um, so he couldn't speak very much with them because he spoke English and they didn't. Um, but they said he talked about his wife all the time and he prayed and he, you know, he's, mm. it was so sad. Um, so she, so his friend ends up getting all these police reports from Pakistan because they were mad that the case hadn't gotten more attention, that they hadn't been able to do more. Um, and she really wasn't, she wasn't convinced that KSM had been the guy who killed him. Like she thought that he might've just taken credit for it because he was already going down for nine eleven. Um, and they had, and she got this story about the whole thing that happened to him, and that he'd gotten into the. They, you know, he was he was dead the minute he stepped into that car, like, and he didn't realize it at first. Like they took him to a house, um, they made him go inside. They took off all his. They made him take off all his clothes. They took all his belongings, his camera, and everything. And he was thinking like they wanted to be secure, that he was clean before they let him talk to this guy. So he still was thinking like, oh, this is just part of the process, right? Um, And then he finally, like, he finally figured it out. I mean, they have him, like, locked up with chains. Mm. Um, And they leave him there. They come back. They give him a a track suit. He tried to escape. He was caught. Um, It's just so freaking, he was there for, I think, like, four weeks, three or four weeks. Really? The yeah, so they dragged him. him. They Why would they hold him for so I think they were trying to get the people freed from Guantanamo Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that didn't happen. And then, like, and then it was just these guys holding him. Like, their job was to hold him, and there was somebody else who needed to make the decision, which is apparently KSM, that, no, he's going to die. So he arrives, and that's when, when the murder happens. 
Um, so they made him memorize this thing, and he's tied behind. Yeah. So anyway, they mm. they uh, they cut him into pieces. They put him in shopping bags. What? Mm-hmm. Oh Christ! No. Yeah, I mean, it was just like, and then I just. So they they convicted. They never convicted KSM of his murder. They convicted him of the 9-11 terrorist attacks, and then they convicted these other four of conspiring. Um, but they've never convicted anybody of the murder. So it's just, kind of, at least as far as I know, and from in any of the research I did, I think they just kind of left it open-ended. Um, but I just, I was thinking back to how angry we were back then, and like, and it's kind of, I mean, it's so sad because nowadays, like, we thought that was really bad. Oh, God, precious. And then, you know, like, ISIS is the worst thing ever, and they're killing innocent people, and they're violently, like, beheading people, and they're doing and they're stoning people, and they're, you know. And then we learned all about the Taliban and how women had no rights, and they were being stoned in the streets. And then, then we learned about the little boys that they're abusing all the time, and I can't remember what their name is, but I'm going to do an episode on them, too, because that's God. fun. Um, Just keep up the... <laughs> I'm going to find something funny to do next time. <laughs> Because this is fucking we terrible. We just switch topics next time. I might just, I might just not release these episodes at all because there's just, ugh. These well, are yours just is cathartic. Good. I just need it. I was going through a rough time. <laughs> I needed to talk about horrible dark things. Just... Yeah, and but just the, and then like nowadays we're like, oh yeah, they are burning people alive in cages. Of course they were. That's what they do. Because now we have something that's even ten times worse than ISIS. Apparently, I mean, I don't know if they really are, but. I got very confused with the ISIS and the ISIL and the, um, Al- oh, it was Al-Qaeda was the first one, and then it was ISIS, mm-hmm. and then it was ISIL, I right? I don't remember the ISIL transition. Yeah. It was either IS or ISIL or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. And then there's, yeah, so, I just had to, like, get that out of my, like, I don't know what made me think about it. I don't know <laughs> where it came from. I have not seen the oh. movie. Um, I don't think I've seen the movie, but I just remember that as being such a like huge, a mighty heart, a mighty heart. Yeah. Such a huge, like impact. I don't know. It had a huge impact on me. Like that shit is going on in the world and like how just the tip of the ice. Right. And how isolated we were as the United States, like in our nice, like protected by all the oceans in Canada and Mexico, just not having to deal with really what the rest of the world had to be dealing with before 9-11. I mean, we had one attack at the World Trade Center before that where they drove the bomb in the van into it. And then we had the coal bombing, which was the ship. Okay. But it was like all these kind of far away, like nothing really, you know, it wasn't too bad and then i think about like the last 20 years of my life the first 20 years it was all about like oh we're gonna nuclear war we're all (laughs) we're all gonna die in nuclear winter and russia's the worst and russia's the worst and then yeah and then we're fighting russia and afghanistan and then so we armed all of afghanistan (laughs) and then russia lost and the wall fell and then all of a sudden afghanistan was our worst nightmare (laughs) yeah that was crazy it's not i I don't. It's not ideal. <laughs> I mean, I suppose, and I know that it's a very un, I suppose, educated PC thing to say that I don't understand why some of these countries that have been around longer than anybody else have not gotten their shit together. Like, China's been around a really long time, and yeah. they're still fucking dicks to people. You're going to go dogs. To dogs. <laughs> to I think All that's a animals? cultural thing, though. I don't think they, and and I could be wrong, but like but as the a Middle communist East is the country, same way. they're very like they're Iraq very, and Afghanistan they're, and Iran are fucking oftentimes very very shitty. Dogs. I think for different reasons. So I mean, well, I don't know about the dogs. I think they just have a different value on animals but than why, we do. Why does why would it go hand in hand with a country that's been around for millennia? Like don't maybe you guys they have know your better. Sorted. Maybe they do, and we don't. Maybe we're taking. Maybe, maybe we're like, we love oh, we have dogs, and it's like Bleh, dogs. They're like, dude, dogs are like rats. What's wrong with you? I don't know. No, but, I worked with a rescue group. 
uh, out of England that was bringing helping bring back because soldiers obviously go to Iraq and Afghanistan for years mm-hmm. and they befriend and because oh, yeah, and the dog, the fucking yeah. militants in these countries have figured out that Americans are fucking softies. Mm-hmm. So they'll literally just like booby trap, like they'll <gasps> hang a dog. No, they don't. Oh yeah, for sure. They'll hang a puppy um, and like put explosives around it or the- like, That is the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And like, but little kids will like- I was be, just talking just about a guy being beheaded. for fun. And- <laughs> the oh, worst thing worse. I ever heard was the puppy bombing. Oh, yeah. Because these soldiers will risk life and limb to save these dogs because they're fucking awesome American soldiers. Thank you. And Thank you, American soldiers. But military uh, planes don't allow animal cargo. So these guys will spend... A, and there's kittens, there's puppies, there's all these dogs that are just treated like absolute garbage, shot with BB guns, Little kids think drowning them's fun. I mean, just, I wish I'd never read the book, like, ever. What book was this? Um, so the guy that started <laughs> make sure it, to it's never read literally it. up there. Uh, is it the one where they bring the dogs over, though, and they, it's yeah, like a so rescue? Yeah, the company okay. is called Nowzad, um, which I believe is one of the cities, I want to see in oh, Afghanistan, um, because this guy, Penn Farthing, went, uh, this English soldier uh, is actually where it started. Because he went over there and he just fell in love with these dogs. And he saw all these military guys that just... And they needed these dogs. Right. I mean, they fed these dogs every day. They slept with them. They went... Some of them, like, alerted them to suicide bombers right. coming into camps. Like, I mean, these... They're dogs. They're fucking amazing. We don't deserve them. <laughs> so these guys befriend these dogs. And then they get, and then they get to go home. And what they get to leave this dog right. that's been eating out of their hand and sleeping in their bed for the last year, right. and they just have to leave them so that someone can just fucking shoot them with an arrow. Like not today, not today, Satan. <laughs> but so this whole group basically started to help get these dogs home, and because number one, it's wildly therapeutic right. for the soldiers. Because so what up with the military cargo ships not letting dogs go home with I don't them? Know what what the is. fuck's the problem with that? I don't know. Come on, military. I don't know if they're just not like built for it. I mean, like military. But <laughs> well, I mean, like, military, especially, do they need to be built? I don't. I mean, I just picture military planes as being just like gutted with like little That's tiny true. seats on the side. I don't think the dogs would mind. Probably not. Not if they're with their person. Yeah. And I mean, like, oh god, yeah. Uh, no dog left behind. I think it's called. Okay. Oh, if you want to just cry your face. I off. don't want to cry my face. No. off. I thought you didn't read things like that. I don't, but I was volunteering, like, so heavily. Like, I was their, like, California person. Because I was like, I'm going to do something valuable with my life. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to. Can't handle this. Turns out I can't handle the stories. (laughs) Um, But yes, and there's been, you know, 10 trillion amazing success stories of how soldiers have managed to get their dogs back. And, like, what an amazing like treatment it's been for them to see that you know something good and pure can come out of like this horrific time in their lives and it's i mean it's just so pure on like so many levels let alone the fact that you're helping these dogs that just don't have a chance there that are absolutely yeah. just you know bait um well i, I, I mean it's, it's but, so what is it it's 2017 I mean, this this happened in 20 well no it's actually 2018 it's 2018 mm-hmm Sorry. It's only been that way for like a minute. Yeah, it's true. Um, And so we've been at war this whole time. And it's like for it's so easy, first of all, to forget that we're at war unless you're in the military. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to forget that those troops are still over there. They're still doing that work. Yeah. Um, And then to be like, if you do remember it, like, why are we still doing this? And then like I thought about that stuff and I was like, remember back then? When those things were happening and people were getting kidnapped and they were getting murdered and there was suicide bombings everywhere and there was, you know, literally stonings in the street and like all kinds of horrible violence going on. It's like, oh, yeah, that's why we went. And well, yeah, but then we get caught up in like, well, how when how could we leave? Right. Because I think there are, and I mean, I'm not super well. well then we went to Iraq. I'm sure too, someone can argue that the war just fucking not up wars, but I ha I feel like I've heard stories that have said that we have actually helped a few villages or communities or people or whatever. 
Um, well, it's so weird over there, too, because Afghanistan, before the Taliban came in, was actually pretty progressive. Like, I was just watching something today about, like, northern Iran is very, I mean, not that Iran's, like, totally involved, but that it's wildly progressive. Yeah. That, like, they have, like, not that this is a gauge of how advanced the culture is, but they have, like, 9D movies. <laughs> like, Whoa. Instead of well, they just, do like, have a right. lot of money, some of them. But they also, like, so they, a lot of times, like, the women still have to wear hijabs or whatever right. in the street. But the minute they get inside, they pull those things off and they're wearing short skirts and they have parties, like, as and long as they're inside. It's really interesting. in a interesting. couple countries now? Is it Saudi Arabia they got to drive? I don't know. Saudi Arabia is pretty strict. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know enough about it, but I think like with China, when you're talking about like, why do they treat people like shit? I think there's something to be said for the fact that it's a communist country mm-hmm. and the communists, just by nature of the philosophy, this, the individual doesn't matter yeah, that humans much. humans are very interchangeable. It's everything. The group matters, but the individual doesn't. So an individual suffering isn't of the greatest importance. And then with the animals and stuff, I think like. I don't know. I mean, because they are they are getting more industrialized. It's hard to care about animals, animals. and if like that, an individual life doesn't matter that much. I don't know why they have so many weird rituals around eating things, like yeah, rhino horn and all the weird stuff that they have, like years and years. Is it just a mythology thing? It seems like like it's a mythology thing because some of those things, right? It's gonna make your dong work. And this is like so obviously like generalizing down version of, an entire of nation yes, I because i know people who lived in china and who are chinese and who would not do that to save their lives <laughs> but, <laughs> so yeah it's but it's just yeah there, i mean it's like i know people in alabama that can probably read oh <laughs> just kidding i don't just know kidding, just kidding i don't know anyone in alabama <laughs> there's some alabama people who listen to this alabamians no i think it's arkansas actually i don't know, if you know any alabamans arkansas bamans same thing. Kansas. Uh, no, I mean, it's, and it's very easy to generalize that everybody in San Francisco is an asshat, but, well, you know. Everybody in San Francisco is kind of an asshat. Yeah, a little bit. When I, so, and then in the Middle East, they said there's a lot of fighting there, and a, because they're not, they were not countries. We kind of forced the country idea on that region, and they were more like Bedouin tribal, like with some cities here and there. And that, they kind of got forced into the world system, and I don't know that they've ever really bought in that well. And so there's... Well, I think just like this, the Jerusalem stuff is still just fascinating to me. It is so, so interesting. Oh, just like, really, guys? I mean, I guess I've just never cared about anything enough to care that much about... Yeah, I mean, the holy city, right? It's a like, holy city. No, it's mine. It's, no, it's mine. It's no, holy for different mine. reasons. Yeah, And it's interesting that instead of being like, wow, let's all rejoice at how how holy how this fun city is. is that that we all came from this and one. that this one place is so important to so many different religions like that's kind of miraculous no, isn't this amazing you. get out of yeah, it's like i'm going to kill you exactly. <laughs> like i don't care that you is, like this town i don't know why mind. is that but then again like you know that wasn't we made israel like that wasn't a country but I guess, and we plopped them down there and said, "This is now your country." And I think it's land they wanted anyway. But like that was totally manufactured and new, so I could see why like people around there would be like, "Excuse me, but like everybody else seems to be dealing okay with countries and cities." But they weren't. I don't know that they were forced on. Like no, if oh, I'm sorry, but if the Russians came and plopped down a, an entire people in the middle of Utah and said. This is now your country. Sorry, U.S. You're just going to deal with the fact that there's another country in the middle of your country, and it's theirs. And it happened to have, like, one of our great natural resources right in the middle of it. We'd probably be pretty pissed about it. I wouldn't be that butthurt. You might not, but I bet you the country would be. I just feel like, doesn't everybody have something better to worry about? No, they really, they have nothing at all, a lot of these people. Get over the symbolism of stuff. Get over the historical value. Get like, just, are you being nice today? Did you make someone's day better? Did you, like, do anything good for the I, world today? I, like, why do you have to get hung up on these? I think they're poor. Magnanimous. Well, I think a lot of the people that get caught up in the day-to-day wars of that stuff and the violence and the killing dogs and whatnot 
are poor. They have yep. very little prospects. They grow up with guns being shot all around them. So they're yeah. you don't taking the life a of a cat compassion. seriously after that is pretty hard when you, you know, when people are dying around you all the time and you're born with dirt poor with no prospects of ever getting out of it. And then you meet somebody who teaches you like, hey, we're going to bring you in and we're going to teach you the Quran and we're going to love you and we're going to, you know, all that. All you got to do is blow yourself up and then you're going to get 72 virgins or whatnot. Like it's it's a pretty malleable situation. I'd be interested if anybody actually knows the answer. If there are countries that have like hugely impoverished communities that are actually really fucking cruel to animals. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder, like, which the cart before the horse kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, are you so... Just, India, to... but they're only cool to cows. cows. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of vegans and vegetarians in India, actually. But I don't hear a actually. lot of huge animal atrocities coming out of India. No, I don't. I think they... Well, because I think there are a lot of vegetarian types there. But there's a ton of immense poverty that nobody does anything about. Like when but Ian I wonder, went there, like, but is it a sign that like you still have some humanity left if you can be kind to animals? Like, is it almost like that's the first step in like rebuilding what is your humanity? Like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, being nice to animals, comes in one of the stages, right? Or is it? Can you only really be expected to be kind to animals once everything's fucking set up for humans? I don't you know think I mean? so because I think back when like we were living in caves, we were probably. <laughs> Like taming horses and taming dogs, right. and so I don't think it's the top. Like, oh, we're all comfortable now, and now we need a cute, fuzzy pet. I think it's probably a, not, a thing of safety, and but it's of, not even treating them like pets. It's just not fucking treating them like garbage. Like there is a, you know what I that's mean? That's like, true. Torturing I and killing. I love them. spiders. Yeah, but I don't like cage them and take their legs off one by one i generally just try to carry them outside but a lot of people do i know kids especially because kids are evil that way let's see what, what happens I... if i pull the wings off this Why thing i don't know i was never like that as a kid never i like to collect roly-polies that was my big yeah i never thing. but i didn't kill them Did i just put them in a jar <laughs> i just wanted to they keep may them have died eventually but... <laughs> no i think i ended up letting them go but i put plants and stuff in there but i was fascinated with the roly-poly yeah, I just never felt like it was my place or my interest to be like, what happens if I do something super dickish to this animal? Yeah. I don't feel, I feel the same way about people, though. I don't really want to draw blood oh, on humans. Oh, but I, humans. I would punch the fucking bitchy lady on Facebook in the face <laughs> before I'd kick a dog. Oh, yeah, for sure. For but sure. It, yeah. So that, I think that's interesting, though. Like, which comes first? Do you just, or do you just have an innate, like, I just feel that, I mean, I have literally no idea. I like, bet you, are though. Are people in, like, the Bahamas fucking dicks to dogs? Like, But I would bet you that there's plenty of people in the Middle East who are not dicks to dogs. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, you're talking about a certain level of people that are already wanting to kill true. U.S. troops. So they're of, they're of a mind that life doesn't matter already. But I'm sure there's a ton of people there that have dogs as pets yeah. and have chickens in their yeah. yard and all of that stuff. I like, fucking hate you. I was told, well, I'm sorry, but Although, they're animals too. I told too. you about that amazing documentary I watched called Chicken People. No. Oh, my God. Oh, the show Chickens. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. These people are amazing. It's like Best in Show, but for reals. I'm going to have to watch it. it was... I'm going to have to watch Best in Show again, too, because that movie's oh. amazing. Everyone needs to watch whenever mm -hmm. i meet someone that has a very like spot on sense of humor and they haven't seen best in show it stresses mm -hmm. me out oh yeah that's, no one that's it's a it's too good to not like arrested goes without saying right like if i think you have a good sense of humor and you don't know arrest or you haven't liked arrested i don't know what to do well then do you are wrong you. about their sense of humor i don't i mean <laughs> like what am i but like you don't like, like the office have, right because like, it's awkward best friends that were like yeah it just never really did anything for me and i'm like I mean, I just can't. You, I can't properly convey the faces I make. <laughs> <laughs> I can't either. I'm just staring at you, making just them like, the wow, that's complete amazing. Complete and utter shock and all of it. How do you not like arrested? I don't understand. No, I don't understand. If you have either. a good sense of humor, there's no way you. Hey, my first IRS tax paying job was at a banana stand. 
on Balboa. Why did I not know that? You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. I worked at the banana stand on Balboa on the peninsula. Off. It was definitely the Bluths. <laughs> it was a place called Mr. Fun Foods. It wasn't. Yeah. What? And I made frozen bananas and Balboa bars and popcorn and milkshakes. That's fantastic. It was a great job. I was 15 and everybody else that worked in there was like a bunch of creepy old alcoholic men that were living in a rehab and they all nice. got jobs. Yeah, it was it was really fun actually. It was a super fun job. And we were allowed to eat as much as we wanted. We just had to write it down. You should just throw out the equivalent number of dollars. <laughs> we kept what the money. What banana cost? The money. $10? This is how we did it. No sale. Open the drawer. You just hit no sale on the cash register and the drawer opens. So much money got stolen from that place. Oh, Not by me, of course. Oh, okay. But we would just basically go behind it, smoke weed, go inside, serve people. It's it was a great job. Joint, so. What? It is the big yellow joint. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great job. It was a lot of fun. Sounds great. Yeah. Get very busy sometimes in summertime. But oh, yeah. I so I have an affinity for Arrested because that was my life as That's a teenager. the greatest show of all time. It was really good. Yeah. I don't know how we got there from... Daniel I'm Pearl. trying to turn it around. I'm trying to cheer you up. It, it actually worked because I was like over here smiling <laughs> a little bit. Now, like, oh yeah, we don't have to just talk about war and violence and terrible things. Have you ever played on Dub Smash, the app? No. So it will have quotes from your favorite shows uh -huh. that you can then like lip sync to. So there's a. Oh, I can't believe I've never because I've done a shit ton of Lucille ones. Oh. Oh, I think I've seen one. Probably. Yeah, yeah. You create like so you a little just video. Teach yourself to say it in the exact way that they do, and then you make a little video of it. Um, I don't think anybody's doing it anymore, but I went through a big phase. Maybe we could bring it back. It. Maybe I should just start doing it because I'm old, and so now would be the right time for Perfect. me to start picking yeah, it up. Like, hey guys, look what I found! <laughs> it's amazing. Crazy, yeah, and I'd be one of those people that you hate on the internet. Like, like where were you ten years ago? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did. And the new one that I like to do is Shit's Creek. Have you ever watched that? Oh, my God. I'd never watched it, no. So Eugene Levy. I don't know how you and I are friends because it's always a, have you watched this? I don't know I'm friends no. with anybody. No, I haven't watched it. I'm on a 50 different levels of TV. <laughs> uh, so Eugene Levy, uh -huh. who I first knew from um, Splash. Uh-huh. Okay. Great movie. Tom so Hanks good. is a very They're remaking it, apparently. Daryl Hannah, Tom Hanks, come on. And they're making Channing Tatum the mermaid. Oh, I actually heard that he was going to be a mermaid. And I think he's funny as fuck. So I'm he's not very super funny. worried about that, but still, like, it's blush. I was so dubious. Daryl Hannah was a garbage actress. So yeah. there's not, like, a super amount of. I was so dubious about 21 Jump Street. And then I saw it and I was like, this is the most amazing movie ever. I. <laughs> so I funny. I watched the second one. Yeah. Which there's no second one was super it. funny, too. God, they're I loved so it. good. They're hilarious. So I was talking to my friend Lauren last night because we always like to cast ourselves like we have just an ongoing autobiographical film about ourselves that mm -hmm. just continues in perpetuity. And uh, so we're always casting ourselves. She's Queen Latifah. I've gone through numerous celebrities, but right now we're pretty much stuck with like Kristen Wiig and Christina Applegate. Okay. When I was young. You then. did look like Christine Applegate. I did. Yeah. My mom, for sure. Yeah. And then Kristen Wiig and I apparently talked the same, so that worked out. Yeah, that's not um, a bad couple of people. But then I said, why have we never done who would we be if we were dudes? Because I was like, God, there's so many cool guys. Like, Justin Timberlake seems like he can do no wrong. Going he can on sing. down to veganism. He can sing. <laughs> he can dance. He can do Saturday Night Live. He's best friends with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. But he can do like serious movies kind of. And like he's kind of good looking. Like he just I feel like has all the bases covered. Yeah. And I feel like Marky Mark's kind of the same way where he can do serious and he can do. He's a super conservative dude stupid. though, isn't he? Politically. A little bit. Oh. Yeah. Because I, I mean he's Boston Oh, Catholic but yeah, you like that. I forgot like that. six kids. Yeah. Whatever. But, like, when he did the one with Will Ferrell, what was it, the other guys? Oh, I never saw that. he had to that. play, like, this, like, really straight-laced cop. But, of course, like, with a giant dose of... Like, it was so good. I'm going to have to see it. I've never seen that. Yeah, it's a very underrated movie. But then he can go and do, like, The Departed. And I feel like he can still kind of pull his own weight He was there. great in that. So I think he's amazing. And then I think Channing Tatum Sorry. can do... Like, you don't... 
and John Hamm. Like, these guys are really fucking good looking. They don't need to be entertaining or funny or have good timing. And they do. And it's so infuriating. My favorite episode ever of 30 Rock was John Hamm with the beauty bubble. <laughs> Nobody would ever tell him anything bad about himself. He's just a fucking tool. <laughs> Total oh. tool, super stupid, just everything wrong with him, but nobody would ever tell him because he was so good looking. Yes, and that's basically so what he did in Bridesmaids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But God, yeah. That's I mean, good stuff. But there's just, I feel like there's a lot of, and I maybe it's a problem I have, but I feel like there's so many just more like cool dudes that you just want to be rather than, I mean, like Blake Lively's good looking, but like, mm hmm. She hasn't done anything amazing movie-wise. She's not that funny. Yeah, I don't know. Kristen Wiig, I think that's a good one. Kristen but Applegate. I don't think anybody thinks that she's like a knockout supermodel either. Well, they did Kristen Applegate, and she's kind of funny. She's, yeah. But even then, like, these guys, I, uh, I don't know. I feel like guys just said it better. Or they're just working it. I don't know. Maybe there's just better roles for men in like, Hollywood. Like, think of, like, Ryan Gosling <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds. Those are two very, very good-looking mm -hmm. guys that could just stand in underwear ads for the next 10 years, and we'd all be fine with it. Mm -hmm. But they're fucking amazing on Twitter. They're hilarious about being dads. They make fantastic movies. Like yeah. Deadpool and... Do you think they have PR people that just do their Twitter accounts? No. Wouldn't that be like the biggest bummer right? if Ryan Reynolds just had a Can you a do PR that in person? this day and age, though? You can, can do anything whatever be you a want. secret? I'm sure if you pay somebody well enough, it can be. I don't know about that. His Twitter account is my favorite. Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Oh, He's I know. so goddamn funny. Which is so weird because both he and Justin Timberlake, I feel like married very, very boring girls. Jessica Biel and Blake Lake. Oh. I don't feel. Well,. And even um, fucking, I was going to say Esmeralda, but that's definitely not her name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I decided she's the gypsy in Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, who is Ryan Gosling married to? Oh, Eva Mendes. Thank you. I knew something. She could be an Esmeralda, though. Hey. I, I get so like excited whenever the... I can answer one of those <laughs> questions for you. You have no idea. I'm always like, <gasps> no, I got the... it. But it would do any of those girls seem like a fucking kick in the pants to hang out with the way their husbands are? No. So is it just a question of like the guys being such spotlight hogs that they just need like a is little it, Or little is it a question to... that there's no roles for women in Hollywood? No, well, I'm sure. <laughs> Kristen Wiig's monopolizing everyone's comedic That's roles. Right. Sorry, Her, Blake, Amy Poehler, and... Uh... Tina Fey are getting all the good roles. Yeah. That's are we it. Just not Period. willing to see gorgeous women as funny? Or maybe they just don't ever. Maybe I don't know. It's not funny. You're, you're funny and you're gorgeous. So how no, shut up. Oh, stop. You're quitting, aren't you? <laughs> I told Valentina she looked very pretty today. She's like, what do you want? <laughs> oh, God. What news are you going to break to me? What are you trying to soften She's going to say, about? well, I just want to tell you, I'm going to talk about the most depressing thing in the world tonight. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just puppies and kittens getting killed. Right yeah, I should have. I mean, I might as well have because it really brought me down into the dumps, and I really didn't want to talk about it. So I really didn't flesh it out as much as I should have, and I apologize. But I feel like good, good, good progress has been made in his name for sure. Least. Yes, I A think that is true. Like Jewish pride and awareness. Is, do you think is that is that from him? I think so. Wasn't it? I, I feel know. like a big, there was a big, like, pro Jew. <laughs> that sounded kind of funny. Sorry. Yeah, I never know <laughs> what. Like, I feel like it's just saying Jew is super loaded, but saying yeah. Jewish is okay. But that is weird, isn't it? Like, he's Jewish is fine, but he's a Jew, isn't Right. That's interesting. Like, it's very pro Jew. Whoa. Very pro Jewish. Oh, okay. Why is that? I don't know. That's really interesting, though. That's a very good point. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's one guy that, I, that I'm like, no, it was a girl. And I was like, God, she's like a super Jew. She's like, volunteers at all these places and does all these amazing things for the Holocaust Center. And they're like, I don't think you should call her like a super Jew. And I was like, is that, but she, I don't know. I don't know, I, I don't know the terms of engagement on that. It's, that's very interesting. You're, you're right. Um, I don't either. I don't know what happened. In, I mean, I know they started the Daniel Pearl Foundation. I thought that was mostly to find out who killed him, but maybe not. He was from Encino? Yeah. 
He's from California. Out. Went to Stanford. No, I feel like they did. He's a local. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I thought they did something big. I thought there was like a, I don't know, maybe like a movie or something that came after him. He had like a bunch of Jewish actors and entertainers and politicians came forward and said like, this is what my experience like growing up Jewish was, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Not, I don't know. But it's, I mean, I might be making that up entirely. <laughs> that whole, I mean, the, obviously, the whole issue has sparked a lot of race relation issues as far, and even for any Middle Eastern people, Jewish yeah. people, you know, it's it's been a rough road ever since, I think. For I don't know that it wasn't rough before, but it seems like it's been out in the news a lot, a lot more since. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why I, I, I really don't know where that topic came from, but it all of a sudden seemed like the, oh, I got to talk about this. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. But I always think it's interesting to find the stuff that, you know, we thought was such a huge deal at the time. But yeah. now, I'm sure we're going to, I mean, it's not Some even, other human it's atrocity. not even barely comparable, but the way that we think about like scandals and our president now, <laughs> like the things this man says, if, I mean, Obama had to be perfect, pristine, untouchable, completely moral. Yes. Not super religious, but all like just like dancing this line of so many things that he had to be. Yeah. And Trump is just like bulldozing everything. And people are like, eh. no big deal. Can you imagine? Like, can you rewind two years and be like, oh, it turns out Obama had an affair with a porn, with star. A porn star and paid her off. Yeah. And this is what she told us about how he eats pizzas with a bunch of little pizzas on top of them, which is fucking weird. Did you read I this? didn't read it. Oh, All God. I heard was the remark she made about him saying that she looked like his daughter. Oh, gross. <laughs> no, apparently she thought they were going out to dinner and she shows up at his room and he's just like dressed in like lounging clothes, which I'm totally on board with. And he's like, oh, no, I thought we'd just like hang out and like order food. And she was like, Okay. So he's like, I'm going to order a pizza. And there's an amazing, like, very detailed recollection of how he ordered pizzas. And he's like, I want all these toppings on it. But I want them all in little pizzas on top of my regular pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, just different sizes stacked on top of each other? Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. It says it's faux. Oh. Snopes. Snopes, you're no you fun. Damn it. That, oh, that makes a lot oh, more sense that yeah. it's not true, though. Yeah, it's a fake interview. God I, damn it. <laughs> Foiled again. But I think it was a real interview. But it's on that, the internet, so That it's he real. kept saying that she did look like his daughter, which is creepy. No, I did hear that. Already. That's really, really creepy. Yeah, I mean, he does eat like a disgusting blob of a human. Well, I can't say that I eat that well either. I don't either, but I mean, like, yo, bro, come on. Chill, you're the president. We have chefs for you at the I White know. House. You don't need you to get have anything you want every anytime. time. I know. But all of our presidents seem to have a preference for McDonald's. I am on board with that. I oh, fucking love McDonald's. No. When you are hot, see, this is, you're missing so many nuances of life because when you're very, very hungover, some days McDonald's is the cure. I actually do remember that from when I do did. You? Oh, yeah. I do remember I've that. Sometimes that was like the like, only food I could keep down. Oh, for sure. Randomly. It's the grease. You just yeah. need the grease. Yeah. So, no, I remember. I just don't do it anymore. Chicken nuggets. Ha ha. Mm. Chicken nuggets with honey. French fries. No. And I... then double cheeseburger with French fries. <laughs> You're crazy. Love... You're I'm crazy. I'm also hungry right You're now, like 12 so. years old. <laughs> I... Oh, I've never gotten past being 12 yeah. as far as my diet is concerned. That's okay. I'm like, oh, pickles on it? Oh. What's... I don't want it. Onions. Kimchi, cilantro. What are these exotic <laughs> things you're talking about? Yeah, I didn't have Chinese food till I went to college. You told me that. That's yeah. weird. That's really. And weird. even then, I can have like Panda Express Chinese food, not like anything super. Well, real Chinese food is crazy. Well, crazy, crazy. Yeah, I'm um, not exotic with my taste. I feel like we've tortured people's ears long yeah, enough. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I but... and I feel bad about even saying like, hey. Go support us on Patreon because... Sorry we ruined your lives. I don't feel like this episode today. really is worthy of anybody's yeah, support. don't support this episode. <laughs> support the other ones extra to make up for their horrible little brother. That my is this my horrible co-host over here is just no fun at all. 
Um, you guys should put in extra money because <laughs> I had to live through this. <laughs> <laughs> and Patty needs therapy. Thank yes. you. Please support Patty's bed change and throw in some Patreon money. <laughs> Um, but I do want to thank the other two. We have had four total Patreon supporters at this point. Four. Four. So, um, Sarah Davidson, thank you very much. Thanks, Sarah. And oh, yeah. Ashley Creasy. Ashley Creasy. Stepped out in a big way. She's awesome. She's going to Kansas City with us. Why do I know the name? Because it was in that movie, Man on Fire. Fucking was. <laughs> Patricia, you knew that. I'm bringing it today. Oh, I all love the horrible that news, movie. but also all the Hollywood Crazy. news. Yeah. Oh my god, that's, that's a why. great movie. I'm anyway, watch Man on Fire. Thanks, you guys. And our two first ones are Mike D. Francisco, D. Francisco, and Corey Thompson. And Corey Thompson. Yes, they are. Are they are matriarch and patriarch? That's right. They of are. The show. That's they, amazing. They're on hallowed. Ground. And no better people could it have been. No, there couldn't be better people. No. Thanks, they're, you guys, too so nice much to be in charge of just the <laughs> That's really true. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Just the Worst Pod and yeah. on Twitter at JTW Pod. Usually we're more upbeat than this. Yeah. And next well, I don't sort. know. Roll the dice. Maybe tune so, in, yeah. find out. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, just check it out. Next episode might be worse. <laughs> we make no promises at <laughs> all. <laughs> we just like to keep you on edge. That's right. Thanks, everybody. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>